The second time, Order 66 was ordered against the Sith. Emperor Palpatine wiped out most of the Jedi Order simply by commanding his clone troopers to execute Order 66. That line, hard-coded into the memories of every clone soldier in the Republic Army, prompted the warriors to point their blasters at their Jedi commanders and open fire. Simultaneously, on hundreds of worlds across the galaxy, the Empire was able to snuff out the fire of the Jedi Order. But that wasn't the last time Order 66 was used. Many years later, a group of clone troopers were once again commanded to execute Order 66. But this time, it was a Jedi commanding them. And the object of the clone's order was Darth Sidious's Jedi Inquisitors. This is that story. Eighteen years before the Battle of Yavin, the Empire's occupation of the entire galaxy was gradually taking its firm grasp and their great Jedi purge was nearing its end. But there were many planets who refused to bend to the will of the newly coronated Empire. Mon Cala, the home world of the great Admiral Akbar, was one of these planets. Refusing to agree to the Empire's trade demands, the Mon Cala leadership under King Lee Char threatened to secede from the Empire. Secretly guided by the advice of a Jedi in hiding, Master Feren Bar, the Mon Calamari leadership eventually picked up arms and fought against their Imperial oppressor. After a death-defying battle with the Empire and a lucky escape from Darth Vader, the renegade group of lightside users was hotly pursued, and the oceanic planet of Mon Cala, which was once peaceful under the rule of King Lee Char, was now under Imperial occupation. The Jedi and his disciples are not far. I sense their presence. Uniformly moving down the cavernous hallway were Darth Vader and his band of Sith Inquisitors, flanked by elite stormtroopers. An imposing and terrifying presence, they swiftly moved towards capturing their target. Vader's words boomed through the makeshift cave. The Inquisitors could barely contain their excitement. Once Jedi themselves, they had been violently turned against the Order by the Emperor. And at this point, they felt it was their life's purpose to hunt down each remaining member of the treasonous Jedi. Master Bar and his team in hiding would be lucky to get off the planet alive. The Empire had been hunting Jedi just like this for over a year. In what began the Jedi Purge, the executive order known as Order 66 was the first Darth Sidious made as Emperor, marking a damning day in the history of the galaxy as the great power of the Republic immediately turned from just to evil. Thousands of innocent lives were lost. In fact, the fallout from the Order was the main reason that people like Nepaltu, a member of Bar's team that was currently on the run from the Empire after protecting Moncala, fought with the Jedi Master. Many years ago, his sister went to train as a Jedi and was ultimately swept up in Order 66. Nepaltu harbored great resentment for the Empire, and when Bar approached him to join his team with the help of a Jedi mind trick, Nepaltu agreed. And as many would soon find out, Master Bar was exceptionally skilled with mind tricks. As he and his acolytes made their way, snaking through corridors and caves, hoping to find their way off planet, they came across a dead end. A landing pad in the middle of a giant well. But Bar trusted in the Force. It was all he could do, especially as the impending march of the Inquisitors was fast approaching. Although, for no apparent reason, Vader had left the Inquisitors to hunt these Jedi on their own, he went off on a more personal mission. It was about to become more personal than the Inquisitors would realize. 
the landing pad they stood on was suddenly illuminated by a prethla of crimson-red Sith lightsabers as the Inquisitors circled around the light side protectors. Yet Barr remained totally calm. Unlike his team, he was fully aware of their origin. At one point, they were Jedi, just like him. Barr offered one simple statement to cut the tension. I know who you are. He threw his lightsaber to the ground. As he listed their names, he highlighted one common thread. Jedi, one and all. Unfortunately, the Inquisitors failed to see the poignance of this. They were so far turned away from the Jedi that any commonality through the light side was totally dismissed as they focused on their new life as Sith. Just like Darth Vader himself. However, despite not seeing to be in a position of power, Master Barr was always one step ahead of their twisted minds. He subtly swiped off the helmets of the stormtroopers accompanying the Jedi Inquisitors. Revealing identical faces, they all looked the same. They were clones. Though the hunters further protested and became increasingly angry, Barr remained confident. Once a Jedi, always a Jedi. Execute Order 66, Barr said. The battalion of stormtroopers supporting the Inquisitors suddenly fell silent. The Jedi hunters slowly turned to their blaster-wielding allies. Don't you dare, you stupid clones. We're Inquisitors, not... And just like that, the enemy began turning on each other right before Master Barr's eyes. A flurry of blaster fire and red lightsabers exploded as Barr and his team cautiously stepped back. It was an ingenious plan, and Barr was right. Though living under the direction of the Sith, the Inquisitors were still Jedi at their core. The basis of their training, their combat skills and force knowledge all stemmed from their Jedi training. So to the mind of a stormtrooper programmed to carry out orders, it was logical that the Inquisitors should be eliminated given their proper instruction. Even if it did come from a particularly savvy Jedi Master, who before this had been in exile away from the very same troopers. But one question still remained. Why were the stormtroopers not attacking Barr and his team? Posed by his ally Verla, Barr didn't answer. She was strong in the Force, but didn't quite know how to wield it to its full potential. So Barr swiftly grabbed her. Now, Verla, use everything I've taught you and leap! With that, both Master Barr and Verla shot high above the ensuing skirmish below, and blasters and lightsabers blazed towards them. Further confusing both the stormtroopers and inquisitors, the two light side protectors managed to leave the landing pad unscathed, and escaped through the adjoining tunnels. Behind them, more inquisitors were killed at the hands of their own allies. However, the echoes of the original Order 66 tainted Barr and Verla's escape. While instructing on how to best survive after going into hiding, Barr made it clear that Verla would have to trust heavily in the Force and hope. There must be other Jedi left in the galaxy. I have found no records of Kenobi's death, or Yoda's. Perhaps Quillian Voss survives. The original Order 66 would never stop haunting the Jedi, and every encounter with hunters always led to another question. Who else is out there? Who else could these Jedi, hunted and on the run, rely on? While Barr headed off to confront Vader, Verla had to trust in the Jedi Master's words. If she could find just one knight from the Order, she could be trained, at least to survive whatever might follow this deadly battle on Mon Cala. Meanwhile, back on the landing pad, the impromptu Order 66 Barr had unleashed showed little sign of letting up. One brother even floated the idea of pulling the same maneuver as Barr, taking inspiration from their enemy. With Barr's order and the subsequent fire they came under, the Inquisitors were drawn back to the memories of their own experience with the initial order. 
that saw not only the galaxy's peaceful defenders come under fire, but all law and order as they knew it, and their young lives changed for good. However, their dark side training happened so quickly thereafter that their indoctrination took presence over their morals, and before they knew it, they were hunting down their former allies without remorse. Barr hoped his manipulation of the rules put all that into perspective for them. After all, they were still young warriors. The Emperor only had so much influence over them. Over time, he hoped they would realize they had been Jedi this entire time, and no amount of Sith training could change their past. This defiance from the remaining sect of the Jedi was quickly slotting a thorn into the Emperor's plan. Though he had his differences with nearly all those who served under him, he trusted his Grand Inquisitors along with Darth Vader to whip the brothers into Jedi hunting shape, and when assured of their progress, moved on to other business. If he caught wind of this and Vader's absence from the scene, a harder rain would be sure to fall on the Jedi. Yet for now, Bar's quick thinking and Verla's willingness to go into hiding kept the Jedi in the shadows once again. They were safe. For now. And the Inquisitors, Vitrolic in their hatred for the Jedi, no doubt began to question what their past meant for their future. They were adamant their lives as Jedi were behind them, but Bar's words rang ominously. The past does not die. It was a sentiment that rang through Darth Vader's head every day. If the Inquisitors were to become as truly evil as he was, they would need to weaponize these deep-set feelings, for better or worse.